0: Men are evil. Men, they don't have emotions. <laughs> My sister leave matter. See, yeah. men are scum. Men, men are, are scum. scum. Okay, but men are vulnerable too
1: welcome to another exciting time on the podcast men are vulnerable Two. first off big shout out to everyone who is liking subscribing and sharing the podcast i honestly appreciate you guys a whole lot and hey if you're yet to shed or like the podcast what's up now yeah? what's happening be sure to follow us on social media at mavt podcast on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, it is all the same. And also it's sure that you subscribe, like, and share the podcast episodes. I would really, really, really appreciate it, okay? And if you have any question, just slide into my DM or send me a mail at Mavtpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome to another amazing episode of the podcast, Men are Vulnerable 2. My name is Odita. Well, today I want to talk about something pretty amazing, actually. Something we all experience, yeah? That is uh the pressures. That comes with our finances. As men, we grew up naturally feeling the burden of responsibility. From a very early age, you have folks who are 16, 17, already being breadwinners in their families. And it's honestly just crazy. Like, it's almost like they give birth to you and they give birth to you with a workload. Like, as they born, you, take This one, your own quarter, you have to deal with it. It's just really, really crazy. Especially if you grow up in a country like Nigeria, you know you have to deal with loads and loads of pressures. I was talking to someone recently. (laughs) I don't think I want to mention her name. She would kill me if I mention her name. And she went on to say that husbands are burden bearers, basically. According to her, she says, husband, the name husband was gotten from a horse that is bound because horses are load bearers so basically all we are good for is to carry load and in as much as it's weird annoying it's also kind of true actually because you have a lot of us having to deal with our family burdens that of our wives our parents society even relation self like sometimes you look at your paycheck and then you look at the responsibilities you have to handle and you're like how would i handle it Naturally, when the feeling of inadequacy comes in, there's also a slight level of depression. It's almost like it goes hand in hand. When you feel inadequate, depression sets in because you now feel like you should be someone else or should be at a different level in your life well that is what we are talking about today and uh yeah i'm not just gonna be doing this alone i have two amazing men with me okay so first off i want to welcome my man chris the razor he is a voice of our artist a life coach an ace broadcaster
2: and all-around business guru thank you very much man it's uh, it's a pleasure to be here it's your first time on the show man how does it feel it feels quite interesting you know i mean i've heard about uh you know the show for a bit and the. Uh, title talking about men's sensitive side and i think it's about time that we uh, you know look at the other side of men a quick question. Are you ready to be a little bit vulnerable on the show? Well, I'm ready to spill the beans, <laughs> if that's what you're
1: asking. Okay, we'll turn on the temperature in a little bit. But before we do that, let me also welcome another voiceover artist who is with me on the show. Welcome to the show, Onoche. How are you doing today? I'm
0: good. I'm, I'm really good. <laughs> Thanks. How does it feel to be on the show? <laughs> it feels great. I mean, I've actually never been invited to a podcast. So podcasting. There you go.
1: <laughs> this is the first time for everything,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. So let's get into it proper. As a man, uh, Chris...
1: At what age did you first, of all, start feeling the pressures that come with uh, with your finances? Basically, that comes with providing those responsibilities. At what age did you start feeling it? From birth. Whoa! <laughs> Can you enlighten us?
2: Well, you see, you're born as a male child, and you know that you're instantly you're being told. You hear things like you're going to be a man in the future, and you know all the responsibilities that await you. So there's this tendency to try to start preparing ahead of time. So yeah, you're born with that responsibility way before you actually get to uh, adulthood. Hmm. Okay, that, that, that's that's an interesting angle
1: to look at it from. Would you agree on
0: it, I I don't know. I mean, I being the middle man in my home, I'm I'm the second guy. I had an elder brother, so maybe he felt all that pressure <laughs> <laughs> earlier. But, I didn't really feel the pressure earlier. I'm like a late bloomer when it comes to, you know, taking responsibility. I didn't really have a lot of opportunities to do it. My dad was not very encouraging in me, you know, really beginning to stand up and take responsibilities. But when I finally started doing it, it um, I could feel the pressure. And really, like like Chris said, truly, we can't deny it. there is There is that societal pressure. You know, naturally, I feel like the man is built to be the leader of the home unit, if we're going to use the home unit as a context. I believe that the man is the hunter-gatherer, so to speak, who goes out, gets it. He shouldn't be the only one doing it, but he's the main one leading the charge for that, to bring in, to put food on the table, like like we say, you know. But there's a lot of pressure that comes from society about it, because now it begins to look like you're equating the ability of a man to provide with his quality as a man. And when you can provide, it's almost like you're... Are you a real man? man.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, <but laughs> I, I, I want to ask you something quickly. You talked about how uh, you were a late bloomer, yeah? Mm. When it comes to taking responsibilities. Do you think that was a good thing for you? Or was it a bad thing? Well, the, Cause so, for some people, they mm. believe that for some people who especially grew up at an early age and they had to just take responsibilities, maybe because their father was not in the picture or maybe because things were just so bad, mm. they had no other choice than, you know, to just take up that responsibility of providing for their siblings, their parents. And for some of them, it's almost like it made you grow faster than you normally should. Mm. So at 14, when your friends were playing uh maybe Police and Thief or something, mm. you're already going out hustling day by day, trying to, you know, meet ends meet.
0: So for you, would you say, starting late, did it make you, was it a, was it a better option for you? If if I if I could choose I would have preferred not to start that late because yeah you're right there's some there's some people who really start early practically taking responsibilities out of necessity because they don't have a choice you know but I think it's something that should be taught I, th- I think it's something that that even maybe when you're 14 you don't need to put uh, uh, the burdens of a 25 year old on a 14 year old but you, you can start teaching them a little bit just bit by bit I, I know some people maybe not here in Nigeria I don't know who does it here in Nigeria but people uh, in other countries say oh you know you want a pair of sneakers i'm not gonna buy you the pair of sneakers go and move someone's lawn let them give you 50 cents or 20 cents save and get it for yourself you know just little things like that before you know it you start having value for money for instance and then you start having you know a different mindset with taking responsibility so me i would have preferred to actually start early you know i'm not saying my life is worse now that i started late but preferably it wouldn't have been a bad idea to actually just start early taking responsibilities because who knows how maybe more fast track things <laughs> could have been and all that, but I would prefer to. I would have preferred to start early. For you, Chris, would you say you're happy that you started
2: early? Because you talked about literally having to deal with responsibility from birth, from day one. I'll first of all start by saying that I think it's a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a conspiracy, and you know, whenever the word man is mentioned uh, referring to the male gender the the traits that are attributed to it would be scary to any little male child mm, sure. because you know you will get there at some point yeah you know I think I think uh gender equality might want to be one of the best things that have ever happened to men on the planet is it though I'm <laughs> thing, you know <laughs> but, but that actually because now you that have a lot of women right. wanting to take responsibility thinking that it's about equality but in a way you look at it from under angle is actually lifting some of that burden off the men but that's from from a a, from a different perspective i Mm. I think i
1: would want to agree with him actually because personally now uh normally when you go out with your female friends i'm not saying people who you are in a relationship with Mm -hmm. you go out with your female friends and the bill comes and everybody looks at you instinctively first off you want to pay Mm -hmm. even when you don't have and you know what's really crazy for me is i feel like a lot of times people equate the word man to having money
2: A lot of people equate (laughs) the word man. You see, there are a lot of traits attributed to being a man. A lot of people equate a, a man, you know, with a load bearer you carry every other person around you that is not of the same gender with you you carry everybody on your back you carry the children because you're being a man you carry the female gender because you're being a man even if you have to fast for a couple of days after paying the bill or maybe even if you have to walk home i and 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 mind you i have seen things similar things happen
1: like it's it's honestly crazy cuz it's almost like because i'm a man mm-hmm. people say it's a man's world which i totally disagree but because I'm a
2: man, I naturally should have more Oh, the, that, that's just part of the statement. It's a man's world to carry on his back. <laughs> You're like Atlas. <laughs> that, that's,
1: that, that's a complete one. That makes yeah, a lot of sense. I mean... <laughs> so you go out with your female colleagues or female friends mm-hmm. and they bring the bill. Everybody's just staring at you like, uh, you be guy be a handle now. Hand lamp. Mm-hmm.
2: People now, have we- actually used the word, be a man, to tell you to bear the load. Yeah, and, and truly, I, I, I personally, I don't. The really definition have- of being a man now, you do the right thing, be a man. What does that mean? Bear the load. Bear the load, or or bring the money or something. Yeah, you know, <laughs>
0: I I don't have a, I don't have a, a basic problem with manly responsibilities and you know the ones that come up because I feel like intrinsically we are built for it anyway I mean no matter now, what now that, that is the conspiracy it? right there that is that, the illusion that was created that we are built for it Well it's not it's not an illusion really if you think about it there's hardly anything that you throw upon a man's shoulder that he cannot bear what happens to
2: statements like what a man can do a woman can do but, better? But, but, but you know but but, but, it's not but that's that's, that's the thing. Even, is it
0: a lie? Even even, even the ladies. I that, need some feminists in the studio right now. That's this that, would be a good time for I don't want to say too much about it cuz I don't want to look like I'm bashing feminists. But the truth is a lot of ladies don't even really fully believe that statement because yes, sometimes they try to do some things that that culturally seems like it's the man's responsibility to do but they seem to pick and choose what they want to do okay
1: okay let's come back let's come back let's come back a little bit first off when you talk about how naturally men can handle anything that's thrown on them which is uh, which is also another conspiracy not necessarily it's because of it's it's like we're creatures of habit so, if you've, been, if you've grown up doing certain things, always being available to carry responsibilities, always receiving, collecting, carrying responsibilities, you will understand what it feels like carrying responsibilities. So, when you get to another level and something is thrown on you, you're already used to handling load. So, when another load is added to it, it's almost well, like, I think I'm
2: going to jump in here and say, I think you see the, the roles and the definitions were for pro- probably a century ago why would i say that before the responsibilities that men had were more physical sure that was in a different world that was a century ago when all a man had to do was physical things to prove his manliness like go to the farm go hunt now i would agree if you say mostly not totally but mostly most men are the stronger gender physically Mostly, not all, because you do have men who are not that strong. Now, back then, when earning a living and everything a man, all the responsibilities that were, you know, put on a man were physical. That would have been different, but now you're in a different society, a, a, a new era where the brain is being used. In fact, people work smarter, not harder. Now, when when you look at it from that perspective, women have a high IQ also. So now it's about the brain and no longer about the physical ability. So. What applied back then when it was all about Have a bunch of male children Take them to the farm Go to the woods Hunt Doesn't apply anymore You actually have young male children Dreading becoming adults While you have young female children Looking forward to becoming adults Because the female children want to be independent They want to grow up They want to become women They want to marry They want to get into their own homes While you have a lot of male children Who dread when their parents Would push them out And they'll have to be independent The same way we're. It's normal for a a female child to be done with her education, grown up and still stay in the parents' house. In fact, a lot of people expect it while when you're a male child, you get to a certain age and you're in your parents' house. People will probably look at you funny like, go get a job, move out of the house.
0: I, I think that basically the problem hasn't really been how we were designed. It's why we think we were designed that way. Exactly.
2: I, that I, is I it. I because
0: society to, created that. No,
2: really. I don't, I don't really
0: agree that it's a mindset. I but believe it's a that mindset. truly, like for instance, if you look at women, women are much better at nurturing children than men are. It's not that men. Now can we're going physical children. again. You no, see? No, no. That's what. That's what I'm saying is that the truth is that men and women have specific attributes that are more. Um, how will I put it? More um, in tuned to different things like I said there are single dads who do great jobs with their children but women are better at that it's not that men are bad at it it's just that women are better at it so men are better at some things not that women can't do it but but, but the men are better at it so the point I'm trying to make is that society has now given a wrong reason for an attribute a man in, in the home the man is the leader He's the one who sets the charge for things. It's not like the lady, the woman can't do anything in the home. Is that, hey, look, just like a CEO in a company, for the sake of a, 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 a decent structure, decisions have to be made by one person, right? So that's how it works. But now it's done to different things. So men have taken that leadership position to mean, I am a tyrant, I am a king, my word is law, nobody else has a say. That's wrong use. In, that's society, not- in, the, in society, the attributes of a man to bear these things, to, to lead, discharges, has now been taken the wrong way as well. Where, okay, if, if I don't have money, I'm not seen as a man. You say, oh no, he's not a real man. Why? Because I probably don't have a car. I probably don't have money. That's why this podcast like this is great because a lot of men can't even dare to be vulnerable because a man shouldn't be vulnerable. Okay, that's how be vulnerable. men are supposed to
2: be. And, well, and, and, no, but and that's you, the wrong concept. Mm, and that, and you can, when, that you can't bear things doesn't mean that you can't be vulnerable. Mm, and, and you see, society, I would still blame it on society, the mindset, because the society is a collective of mindsets a lot of people's way of thinking and when it becomes a popular way of thinking it becomes a norm for everybody everybody's thinking the same way so it's normal for us now if everybody was thinking differently that would be a new norm which is probably the shift that we're experiencing right now with female empowerment and quite a number of other things okay that's
1: great yeah But well, i also want to look at something actually we've been talking about where the genesis came from, Mm. where it all began from, or or our different understanding to why everyone naturally expects men to be burden bearers, yeah? But what I would also want to talk about is, from a personal standpoint now, the effect of handling these financial responsibilities as a man, the effect it had on you, your own personal journey, how you were able to handle it, how you were able to manage it, because We've had people, we've had men who've committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And it was the last time I, I think I checked uh, a particular study that was done in the US mm-hmm. talking about for every one woman who's suicidal, you have four men who actually think of so suicide. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, it's all down to feeling inadequate. And lots of research has actually shown that the level of inadequacy, most of the time, is tied to finances. That's why when you have like a crash in the economy... You have a lot of men dealing with depression. You have the, the rate of suicide in the country going up for men, especially yeah. because now all your money is gone. You're losing money. You cannot provide as much as you used to. Yeah. And now it's almost like you now feel inadequate. So I want to get from a personal standpoint now, Chris, how have you been able to handle this pressure? First of all, what's the effect? What has the effect been on you?
2: You know, and you then see, how have you been able to handle? Yeah. It? So the pressure that comes with uh, society's ideology of how a man should be a provider yes. because that's a very common word. The man is the provider. Sure. So the man is on const- under constant pressure to provide. Not even putting into consideration the state of the nation, economy, or anything, depression, and you know anything basically in general. All that society has told you as a man Is that you have to provide You have to find a way to provide And that is a lot of pressure And people react to it in different ways People, you know, actually tend to Lean towards doing illegal things Why? Right just to provide Because they feel the end justifies the means Let's provide, no matter how we do it Okay, hold that. From a personal standpoint How have you?
1: I, I know, yes, we know people From a personal, From a personal, standpoint, personal
2: standpoint I think a lot of people Probably belong to this category with me There are limitations It limits your creativity It limits your free will it limits your ability to explore to express yourself because when number one on your list of priorities is to provide you become less adventurous and it's even more magnified when you get married and have a family because the pressure is even more on you when you're building and you're single you can take more risks but when you have a family the the whole mindset ideology of a man providing becomes more magnified because now you are seeing the people that you have to provide for physically in front of you less risks less pleasure more revenue generation you become a computer that calculates finances how to generate finances and take less risks less about your passion you know Now that that is why at some point you see some men when they feel that the the responsibility or the burden on them reduces when their kids are all grown. A lot of them fall back to their original passion. Things they would have wanted to try, you know, if they had the opportunity. But because they had a responsibility. You see, you had your this is your your passion, your likes versus your responsibility, which is providing a lot of men. Discard and let go of their actual passion because they have to provide.
0: Well, I, I don't if I, if I was gonna, you know, say how I deal with you know the pressures of it because there are pressures Be- before, of it. every okay, Before you get into pressures. how you
1: deal with it, can you just give us an insight into the effects it's had on you?
0: Well, of course, the, the effect has been overwhelming a lot of times. That's the truth. I mean, I have two kids. Um, so naturally, um it's, there are sometimes I feel I won't say I've ever really felt depressed. It's not been that bad. I mean, I, I have support systems that make sure it never really gets that bad. Uh, but it's it's sometimes it's downright, man, how are we going to get this happening? We've, the, the, rents, the times that rent has been overdue, the times that my first son, who's the one going to school now, has had to stay at home because <laughs> there's no school fees to pay, you know? So at, the, at those moments, there is the tendency for you to lose your head and it's come close. But like I said, those support systems, how to deal with it is very important, and that's why that's where a lot of men miss it. The truth is, the responsibilities will never go away. I strongly believe, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a follower of Jesus, so I, I strongly believe that the primary, when it comes to welfare of the home, the primary responsibility of the husband is to provide. Secondary responsibility is to be the co-provider. In other words, the wife should help. The wife is supposed to help, actually. And we don't see that a lot. We see a lot of men do it to themselves and say, oh, you know, don't work. Stay at home. I'll take care of everything. And that's a problem. It's not that you can't take on responsibilities, it's that you don't have to do it alone. And a lot of times, some people even hide the financial difficulties that they are having from their partners or, or their family members. And those are the people that are close enough that can support you, that can actually understand. So the the kind of person you even marry, you know, is very important because there's some people, like Chris said, sometimes people are driven to do illegal things. Sometimes it's the people's wives that drive them to do illegal things because, oh, I have to keep up with this lady. Oh, I have to provide the things that she needs. And there's some ladies that tell you, I I will only marry a man who can take care of me. And when you already have that mindset, so you know you're you're going in and you're going to have to take those burdens on yourself. And who are you going to talk to when the burdens? start crushing you nobody because the person the only person that is closest to you that you can talk to is the one that's probably causing it so I think that first of all the fact that you bear responsibilities does not mean that you have to do it alone and that's that's one of the things that we have to break a vulnerable man is not a weak man a lot of people feel that that, oh well you know you've heard those things that that how good they talk like woman because people just feel like oh it's only women that should go and share it's not trying to be like a woman it's trying to be human everybody is decided there's the saying that no man is an island we go through challenges but you need to talk to somebody about it you need to say hey uh if you if it's going to be your wife you say hey look Man, I lost one million Naira today in a botched deal. What are we gonna do? Sometimes the best, I can tell you from experience as a married man, some of the best advice that you can get comes from your wife. I've had situations when you're talking about effects, I've had situations where the cash was low, there were things to do, and I had to tell my wife, I told my wife that, man, I don't know how this thing's gonna happen. And I was really feeling bad that day. She just told me a few words, and man, (laughs) I was feeling uplifted, Wore my clothes, and got ready to go to work. I was fine. You know, it's not magic. Some people can't trust their wives that way, but you need to have somebody that you can talk to that Can share that burden with you because it's not gonna go away, even if you say, Let's share it 50 50 with the wives, the burdens are still there, and half burdens can actually still cause someone to want to take his life. To mm. tell you the truth, some people try to take their lives for, for things that you be like, Ah, uh, why, why now? not? You understand? So, mm. <laughs> you need a support system, that's mm. just the truth. I mean, we all deal with this thing, there's no Superman out there, even Superman had kryptonite, so Oof. you need. A support system that can keep your head in the game. If not, man, I don't know. It's it's really
2: going to end up badly. Mm. Well, um, even even Superman had Lewis Lane, right? Sure. Yes. But yeah. So, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna like elaborate on a couple of things you mentioned. You know, I'm not gonna uh, disagree with them, but I'm gonna elaborate on a couple, a couple of them. Now, you you mentioned you had a support system. You know, sometimes if 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 your partner isn't supporting you, that can increase the burden and pressure on you. Yes, but at the same time, you also mentioned a couple of. Uh, men who find themselves in a position where they tell their wives, hey, don't work. I will provide for everything. You see, society has made it a thing of pride when you can provide everything. That's part of the problem, you see. And when you are, as a man, you have to be able to sieve out all the comments and all the back talk that is not needed and listen to people who give you or support you in the right way because society makes it a thing of pride when you can provide for your family and i have heard statements like hey why is your wife working can't you provide for her that kind of statement has been you know has come up in a lot of discussions you know where you have a bunch of men hanging out and it is a thing of shame for some men to have their wives working which is because of the society they find themselves in or maybe just the circle of friends that they have or acquaintances that make it look like a shameful thing for the wife to support so you have some men because of pride they don't want to fall into that category like oh i provide everything You're because they can brag about it provide for you you know <laughs> you know are you saying i can't provide for you you want to get a job no so that's where i i say the society and the mindset needs to change
1: well okay before you guys get into any Thing. I just want to uh, amplify a couple of things you've mentioned. You know, it's one thing to talk about pressure from the society, but we actually have like different types of pressures. Mm. There's external and there's internal. There's a the pressure from outside that's from the society, from family, from friends, and there's the one that comes from the inside of you, mm-hmm. and that's there's, a pride right there. Yeah, pride. Not just pride. You, as human beings, we have expectations of ourselves. Yeah. And whenever we fall short, we tend to feel bad. We tend to feel inadequate. It's mm-hmm. a human thing.
2: Now, how do you measure when you're falling short? Based on your personal standards. Based, based, on, standard. based yeah. on your personal standards, which yeah. are influenced by what society Shooting. has made a standard. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. But, but that, which, is that, why, in, which is in why, which is why the that, social media platforms are also a problem a lot. Of times. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. That's what
1: I'm saying. That we have <laughs> different types of pressures, internal and external. Understanding where your pressure is coming from is yeah. really important as a person because if it's an external pressure then you know that you need to silence certain voices in your life mm-hmm. you need to stop being in certain company I've actually had friends who we always go out to chill hang out and over time I realized that being among these friends yes we are friends to the core we've been friends for years mm-hmm. tends to mess up my head <laughs> see you have see there are friends who you go and hang out with they make you feel like you're less than enough They don't help you get bigger. Mm. All they make you feel is small. It's Mm. not an intentional thing, it's just who they are. Some, some friends just love to brag So exactly sometimes it's good to know where your pressure is coming from so that you can filter it you can block it out if it's from in the inside of you you also want to check yourself why am I feeling this way And another thing you mentioned that I honestly love is having a support system I personally believe that it's high time as men we stop having beer buddies and start having life buddies because we can always go out and have a drink but you really can never find that guy to call who would
0: actually have an honest conversation yeah and some of the people you drink with tell you it don't work it's like, don't say anything, man. Just drink. We don't want <laughs> to hear yeah, you. Just drink the alcohol yeah, and be alright. They probably have their own problems. True. Yeah, because whenever you drown, it's still going to resurface. And at the end of the day, it's probably going to be worse than it was before if you don't deal with it then. And, and we also <laughs> need to understand that it's important
1: or it's not a bad idea to seek for help. For, for mm. me as a person, I'm a very, if you know me personally, you will know that I am very private. Like, I feel like my privacy is set in there. It's more hard than what you have on your iPhone. Mm. But over the time, I've learned that you actually cannot work alone. You need support systems. You need people who you can... Sometimes, for private people like myself, you might not be able to talk to everybody, but have one person. Not just anybody. personally person who get sense. <laughs> Someone you can actually talk to and have an honest conversation with. That is also very important. But I want to highlight something, you know. We've been talking about pressures coming from society, pressures from our lifestyle and all this. But I feel like one angle we've not looked at is pressures that come from bad decisions you know as a man it's easy for us to blame society let's just be honest we can blame society blame our wives blame our girlfriends blame our fathers our mothers but sometimes we make bad choices Mm. when I was in the university I had like a there was a particular period when I was gambling and man it got to a point I had to sit there and tell myself guy you're so broke every time because you are gambling my brother gets sense and it was easier for me to stop but I knew if I had friends who actually didn't stop Cool, mm-hmm. we got out of school they actually got it. they started working but they were still gambling for mm-hmm. some people they can actually fund their addiction because you know you have money so you're gambling and losing maybe 10 million every month well it's not shaking you but the day it gets to a point where it actually breaks you like you say the whole world the world starts crash coming yeah. down or something mm-hmm. so I feel like we also need to look at that our lifestyle and our life choices yeah. you well you end yeah.
0: 1k month but you have a cocaine addiction <laughs> How you <laughs> want to mm. you it, John? And it was—it was like what Chris was saying about social media. It's still part of it. Mm. Making wrong decisions. You're seeing people. Um, people. People want to like make quick can't. money. Exactly. That's a, that's one of the biggest problems. And a lot of men fall fall. We. We've in Nigeria right now, over the past five years, we've had a lot a lot of schemes. Ponzi schemes. Some say they're investments, Mm -hmm. some that are just Ponzi schemes, some are pyramid schemes. And people have I know some people who have lost money. Some people borrowed money for some of these things and they lost money in it. And really it still goes back to what you said about having sensible people around you. there there are some people who run away from some people because they know they give them sensible advice. They ask them the right questions. I always tell people that the best way to know whether what you're doing doesn't make sense or not is just meet the people to ask you questions. Uh, if you can't answer some <laughs> questions, then you shouldn't do those things. Like, oh, this, when somebody asks you about a business, okay, what's, what, uh, in, in about maybe three years, what's your profit plan and you're scratching your head, that means you should really go back Is that and the, the skill up? Exactly. Don't run away from people like that. You should go towards people like that, people that challenge you, people that, you know, make you think about the tough things. If not, you're going to keep making bad decisions. You're going to mm. keep
2: putting money in wrong places. You're going to keep funding a lifestyle that you can't afford. People, people that remind you that you know if you want to have future plans then you may want to cut down on your expenses and may want to yeah, do some investments or maybe do some saving mm-hmm. you know because you have a lot of people who want to live a certain lifestyle and they don't believe in restricting their spending and they also do expect to grow in the future how i do not know Bambiella <laughs> almost like
0: uh, i don't know if you've seen the nigerian movie um bling lagosians that that movie it's like practically a story in it we, we had a, a wealthy couple they're like a wealthy society Couple and they, they they are going broke. They are about to lose the company. The guy who is the the father doesn't tell the rest of the family, mm. and and they are trying to do a one million dollar party.
2: And that's Even a thing. Of, and down. that and that's a thing of pride. And and yeah. that is why you see. Uh, that's why this podcast I love your podcast by the way thank you because uh, a lot of people need to understand that men face a lot of pressure men have emotions men do feel yeah. bad because it we talk to all about we've talked all about trying to provide being the provider and I wonder angle to it is the fact that you see a lot of men feel guilty and feel bad and sad when they cannot provide because True. they actually do want to provide mm-hmm. you know and that pushes men in different directions some men try to work extra hard to be able to provide. While some, uh, you know, look towards uh, you know the illegal means, Speaking and, the and then and and, right? and some just uh, you know just hope on luck and get into gambling. It happens. Yeah, but yeah. but the bottom line is, all these men want to provide.
0: That, and, and it's it's that it's that desire that really um, causes a lot of problems that we face in society today. With rise of fraud and all that. You see people's moms actually being the ones making them feel inadequate. Like didn't you hear that Samuel bought a car for his mother? Your mate. What mates? are you
2: doing? Is he not your mate? You know stuff like that. And I'm not just you know the moms. It. You have some wives saying the same thing. I'm <laughs> exactly. not even just wives. You're talking about relatives and people you're married to. We have girlfriends saying the same thing. Exactly. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy world we live in. but
1: I i feel like if you actually don't take anything away from the podcast today i feel like a couple of things you should take away is first off we all feel it we all feel the bite the economy is (laughs) the economy is on a roller coaster ride right now it's difficult for everybody so don't feel bad if you can't provide don't feel inadequate if things are hard for you it's hard for almost everyone even me sitting out here is also difficult for me. And I also know a lot of people listening are also going through the same process. You're not alone. Don't fight it alone. Look for a support system like we've mentioned. It's also important for you to take our time to evaluate yourself. Look at your life and check out your life choices. Are you getting broke every month because of the choices you're making? Or is it that you need to earn more? And whatever your decision is or whatever the solution is, don't feel like you're under pressure to do it. Take your time. See I know life is hard but the truth is sometimes it actually can get better and one way you can do that is prioritizing what you can control. There are a lot of things you want to do, you want to drive in a private jet, you want to get a flashy car, hold up, what can you control? What is in your immediate control? Could you focus on just providing for your basic amenities? Take your time, be intentional, if you have to find ways to earn money, fine, find ways to earn more money but don't ever let yourself feel the pressure of providing. You have to provide yes, but don't let the pressure get to you. Because once the pressure gets to you, you can actually lose your ish. You can break down. You can become suicidal. And if it gets too much, talk to someone. If you want to talk to me, hey, hit us up. We are always open and ready to listen. Thank you so much, Chris. Uh, Thank you so much, Anoche. It's a pleasure. Any final thoughts
0: before we wrap it up? Well, nobody's your mate. (laughs) Run your race
2: at your pace. Mm, Mm. Word. Oh, and in the words of uh, the immortal Machiavelli, keep your head up. It gets better.
1: Thank you so much, guys. And don't forget, vulnerability isn't weakness. It's actually strength. Because, hey, we are all vulnerable.
2: Thank you for being a part of the podcast. Share, like,
0: and drop a comment. Follow the podcast on social media at MAVT Podcast. Email us on MAVT Podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow at Odita Official. Till next time, ciao.